0: Tune into the Bobcast Podcast, chatting about it, making you laugh. Got the internet fired up, streaming fast from the lounge with the Ouija board, summoning the past. Seeing the future, animated and creative, totally articulated. Anytime you want to hear it, you can turn it on and play it. Oh my Bob, I cast a shout out from your speaker frame your monitor. Got it going on at com, episode of content for you. Sit along and send a link to your brother to your cousin to your mom never ever 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 ever, ever turn it off ring the alarm upon the river with the stiff light i'm getting gone uh, so bizarre abstract fantasy brought to you by bob check one two good evening ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the bobcast with you as always this bob live in the lounge staring at the ouija board i almost fell right when i said good evening I don't mean, know if you heard my skip in my voice right there, but Sunday the 7th, it snowed yesterday, so the trail's all muddy and disgusting, you know? But hey, I don't feel so disgusting when I'm out here, I actually feel pretty good. It's been a while since I did a solo podcast, so I wanted to come in and check check in, which all, oh, look at this, all this shit right here, and I got it, oh, that didn't look like horse shit, that looked like a human. Sorry to gross you all out right off the bat, but I've never seen that before. That guy's got amazing pants. I'm all over the place here today. Hey, I started the podcast a little late because I was listening to some music, so we're here at Bells Mills already. How about that? What's Bells Mills? Maybe you never listened for like four minutes, past four minutes on the podcast, but uh, Bells Mills is the the midpoint. So we're switching things up today, and then we are going to start at the midpoint. Dude, look at that! I love. It. I'm looking at stickers right right now on uh, Bells Mills. You can go. Um, I love stickers, okay? Stickers is from the 90s. Stickers still make me feel the sticking way that I did back in the stick in 90s. I've been thinking a lot about the 90s lately, and that's why I'm here, really. I guess we should start off first, how it all came about. So uh, I work with somebody. She's awesome, her name's Kim. Um, shout out Kim, you know, just a positive person at work. She loves cats, and she loves music. She loves pop culture and I enjoy chatting with her, I do. And she's also uh, a Michigan alumni, right? So Michigan Wolverines, I don't know, it's Michigan State, right? I hope I don't mess that up. But uh, so she's a massive Michigan fan and I've known that for the better part of, you know, decade, knowing, knowing her, you know? So I don't know if you watch football or anything like that, but the other day, Michigan got into the well. Actually, today is the day. the The game is tonight at seven thirty. If you tune in tonight, you'll see if the Michigan Wolverines win their first title. I think this is their first time in the game, in the championship game. I'm saying, but uh, I was like, "So you gonna go?" And she's like, "No, I can't go." And I'm like, "Like I, I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying this, but you know, she's single, you know, and uh, she's got all the reason to go. You know what I mean? Like, no." responsibilities other than the occupational prison. So, hey, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, right? So I said to her, I was like, wait a minute, you're not going. You've told me how much you love this team. you told me how much, you know, you you bleed blue. This, data, whatever. Podcast term. And, um, wow, the water's beautiful right now. ADD. And I said to her, I was like, hey, let me just, I, I like to give pep talks, okay? And I also was told today that I'm a, what, it, what was the <laughs> Pastor Tasha? I sent her some like notes on the service today. We'll get to that later. But she said that I'm a good. I got gloves on. I can't touch the screen. Watch out! I think she says I'm a good influencer or a good encourager, and I love to encourage people. I love to encourage you to do things. I love you to get up off your ass and move your body. Okay. I'm not one of those weird like fitness guys. I'm just saying. Hey, why don't you go get a microphone, walking by yourself in the woods? Feels great. Get it all out there. So, anyway, I say to her, I'm like, hey, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You don't know if it's ever going to happen again. You've told me numerous times how much Michigan means to you. You should go. And she's like, the last time I looked it up, the flights were so expensive. And that's when I was like, ding, 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 ding. Let me help. Let me assist. So, I go into my office, type in a couple of websites, find a round trip like 340. I walk into her office, show her my laptop with all the prices, and just say, hey, choice is yours, right? Later that day, I was working out and I was listening to Nevermind, excuse me, I was listening to In Utero, which is by Nirvana. They just celebrated their 30th anniversary of the album. It came out when I was 14 years old in 1994. so much emotions wrapped in that album, man. You know what I mean? Like, for one, it's the follow-up to Nevermind. And how do you you follow up Nevermind, right? How do you follow up the album that knocked Michael Jackson off the charts, right? How do you do it, right? Most people would have came out with some sort of, you know, carbon copy of Nevermind. Most bands do that, you know? I mean, sometimes bands, they can't escape their sound. It's hard to explain, but it's like, if you're talented enough... You can, it's easy actually to reinvent yourself, but even outside of music, some people really struggle with the idea of reinventing themselves. It's just not in their vocabulary. It's not something they think they can do, you know? Dude, I've, I don't know if I've reinvented myself, but I've, I've kind of, uh, invented some things. <laughs> I don't know how, what the hell I'm saying there, but, um, So that speech I gave to Kim, you know, like about this is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know, the thing that clicked in my head was, yeah, it's the 30th anniversary of when Nevermind came out, but we're approaching also the 30th anniversary of when Kurt took, excuse me, when Kurt lost his life back in April of 1994. And then I realized, you know, I've spent a lifetime without going there to pay my respects. I know very little of Seattle, never been there, never made it up that far, but I've decided that I'm going to fly by myself out to Seattle on April the 4th and spend that weekend there in Seattle. And my goal is to go to the bench that's outside Kurt's house. Kurt's house long has been uh, remodeled. They got rid of the they got rid of the garage house. They put up some fences and stuff like that. And it's never been open. In fact, you can't even like look inside because the gate's so uh, towering over everybody. And it's, I think it's just solid wood, concrete, maybe. But I'm just going to go. And I, maybe I can't sit on the bench, but I can be there with other people who feel the same as me. I can be there with others who want to pray for Kurt. I can be there for other people who want to... Uh. Lament about how how much it hurt when we lost him. It hurt me. I was 14, man, and, like, I just hit puberty, and, like, God, dude, it's like, destroyed me. I didn't want to go forward with ninth grade and all this other shit called life, you know what I mean? Like, my whole world had, like, collapsed because this little scraggly... Blonde haired dude was like screaming through the television at me, you know, and I'm sure lots of other people felt that, you know, and um yeah, I just never got over it, you know, like I never did. So yeah, that speech that I gave my coworker, you know, I just like I gotta go, man, you know. I was like, I was almost talking to myself in that moment. And I realized on my hike when I was listening to Nirvana, like, I'm going to go. I'm going to be there. I'm going to feel it all, you know, 30 years later. One of the hardest things about that year was that Kurt, like, died twice. I mean, like, it felt like he died twice he, in March. Early in March, I think it was a Friday as well, he, he overdosed in Rome with some... Alcohol, champagne, I believe, and some sort of sleeping pill. The thing that sucks about it is later, through books, I found out that he... Individ- the, the Ruffin- I think they're called Raffanels or, I don't know, sleepy pills, Roxy's call them. Um, the Roxy's came individually wrapped, so he unwrapped them all. And he must have taken like 60 of them. So, I mean, you know that there was some element of thought behind that and just sucks because what he was going through at the time, I never knew, you know, and like that's, I think that's the hard thing for a lot of us is that we, you know, Instagram wasn't there, you know what I mean? Like you didn't see your favorite celebrity's life every day in their stories. You didn't see like what Kurt did on a Sunday, you know what I mean? Like you just didn't know anything. The only thing you knew, a matter of fact, dude, and just to touch base upon this, like A lot of people like that, like growing up, like who were singers, the first time you saw him in an interview, that was the first time you ever heard him really talk. It was jarring at times. I remember the first time I heard uh, Getty from Rush talk. And I was like, wow, how is that possible? That voice comes out of that voice. But yeah, I I just realized I got to go, man. It's like some part of my life that I never like closed out, you know? And it's not like I'm going to close him out, but it's like... I never mourned, you know, and like I, I did so in my bedroom, you know, like collapsed in my bedroom for 48 hours and uh, it sucked, it sucked pretty bad having to go through those feelings because it was like, you know, you're 14, you know, you have no clue about death really like that, you know, and like did you ever lament or cry over somebody you never met in real life? it's a pretty heavy thing to deal with because it's like, what? You never shared a conversation with him. You never shared a breath with him, but yet alone you feel something. I don't, how are you? But it just feels like you knew him. You know what I mean? For me, I felt like I knew him just because of, I mean, he had like a really cool obsession with both art and music, you know, like he did the album covers, he made sculptures, you know, like, I like to do lots of things. And I was told really early in life, no, you better choose one thing. No, nah, not, dude. We're not choosing one thing. We're going to do many things here in life because I'm a musician, I'm a podcaster, I'm a screenplay writer, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a this, dad or whatever, dude. You know what I mean? But like, without expressing art, I'm not worth anything, really, to be honest with you. It's like my whole life force is to express myself in a way. <laughs> seek validations. Seek uh, validity. I used to, you know what I mean? Like now I don't even listen to this stuff anymore. I just post it. And that's not my ego talking. it's just simply saying I am trying to create from a place of, humili- <laughs> of humility. Okay. Like if I mess up, I'm not going to be upset about it. You know what I mean? I'm cool with it. I'm cool with the fact that I messed up. I hope you're cool with it too. But yeah, I just want to let you all know what's going down this April. Will I, will I take my microphone? Yeah. Sure. I'll document the whole thing. Look, it's the beginning of the week. It's Monday, January 8th. And, you know, maybe you've got a difficult week coming up. You know what I mean? Maybe you got a lot of stuff on your plate. Maybe you've been fighting with somebody. Maybe you've been off your rocker. I'm here to let you know. I'm there for you and I'll pray for you. If you're going through something or, you know, you just need somebody to talk to that isn't in your 24-hour Rolodex of humans and you want some perspective, shoot me a message. Maybe you're struggling with depression like I was. Maybe you need somebody to talk to. I wish that somebody talked to Kurt. My name's Bob. This has been another episode of the Bobcast.